Big questions, even bigger guests. This is The Big Interview. I am happy to be joined by Supersport United midfielder Grant Marchman. Grant, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. Um, good. Can't complain. Um, everything is going well. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. The first thing I always like to ask our guests is how they got into playing football. So would you care to tell us about how your love for football transpired? How old were you when you thought that your football is exactly what I want to do? So I started playing football at the age of eight or nine years old. Uh, my father and grandpa is massive football lovers, you know. They, my father supports Man United and my grandpa supports Liverpool. So we always had, they always had this, um, no arguments when the two team plays and they also played in the younger days. So me, myself, you know, I just, was a young boy kicking around and then I joined the LFA team close by. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it was all just about enjoying, you know, when you're a young boy, you just want to have a ball at your feet and enjoy yourself with your mates and, you know, just express yourself and just do what you love. Uh, football, for me, really got um, CS when I went to Norway at the age of 12. I went to a Platinum Stars. Mm-hmm. We played a tournament over there and we lost in the quarterfinals, you know, and that's like when I realized, you know, it was kind of an eye-opener for me that maybe this is something for me, you know. I'm passionate about it. I enjoy it. And also, um, yes, coaches, you know, that's always giving me good feedback, you know, always telling me what the talented player I am. So for me, it was just all about, you know, working hard and, just always showing my love for the game and doing well. And did you go to an academy in your early days? How did that uh, How did that transpire? Yes, so I joined um, ICAPA. It was an academy in Cape Town. I was here from under 11 to under 12, I think like two years. And then I joined uh, Ajax at the age of 14. Mm. Yeah, and that's where I really developed my football skills, you know, football knowledge. As you know, Ajax is, Ajax Cape Town was, who is now Captain Spurs, you know, it's one of the best academies in South Africa, in Africa. So, yeah, that's mainly where I developed, you know, as a youngster. And at what age did you get your first agent? Who was it? So, my first agent I signed at the age of 16. It was, um, what's his name? Fasili. Uh, so, you know, the, Head coach of Beaches Bay. Yes. yes so at okay. the so at the time he was my agent. He was because he was working that time close with John Kamitis. You know, because that time John was still involved with Ajax Cape Town, but I was only with him probably like for two years. And after the contract ended, we parted ways. He got a job at Cape Town City, you know, I joined another agency. And Grant, growing up, was there any particular player or even more than one player who you idolized? Yeah, there was. Who did you who did you base your, your growth on? Uh, a player that I really loved, but I didn't actually watch that much, to be honest, was um, Zidane. Mm. 
Probably the only time that I really watched him, you know, as a young kid was probably the 2006 World Cup. The infamous final, of course. Yeah. You know, he's one of the players, you know, I fell in love with immediately, you know. As a young kid, I always watched most of his YouTube videos because I didn't really, like I said, watch him a lot. But players like Tony Kaimus, um Iniesta, Isco, that's just a few players, you know, that I really like and watch a lot. And and do you find yourself basing any aspect of your game on some of these players you've just mentioned? Uh, yeah, I think, um, obviously, with the height that I have, you know, I feel like these times, you know, when I have a lot like, you know, the juggling aspect, you know, I won't say the same as Isco, but, you know, we have this light sense of gravity, you know, where we can easily turn, you know, have the body movement. And also, um, what I like about Tony Cruz, you know, is passing, you know, um, he has a thing what we call packing, where you can eliminate, you know, a few players with one pass, especially, you know, with the diagonal passes also. He's one of the guys, you know, who dictates the play. Um, if the team needs to start playing quickly, he will step up the pace if you want the team to you know, control the game a bit, you know, have a bit of more calmness. He's the guy. All right, Grant, talk us through your PSL debut. What was that occasion like for you? How did it all go? Uh, for me, you know, it was fantastic. Even though I only got, I think, like five or six minutes, because I came on like late in the 85th or six minutes, somewhere there. You know, but mm. for me, it was, you know, fantastic. You know, I was anxious, I was nervous. My first time, you know, with the first team. And at the time, I was still doing my last day at school. So it was one of those moments, you know, where you can't, um, how can I put it, put it into words? But, you know, you have this feeling that this is really happening, you know, all your hard work, you know, as a mm. youth player in the development teams, you know, the hard work that they put in, now finally it's there. But it doesn't stop there, you know, that's just one milestone, you know, from there you have to keep on working, keep on going. Absolutely. Grant, you've had a few spells with Mamelodi Sundowns and you were a part of the 2020-21 seasonal team, which of course won the league then. What was that moment like for you? Obviously, that was one of my best moments, you know, in my footballing career. It was my first one, you know, as a player. So that was an amazing feeling. But you know, even though with that, now I still felt that um, I could have contributed more, you know, to the team. You know, I probably wanted to play more. Mm. So deep down, you have that feeling that yes, you made a big achievement, but you still, as a player, you know, you want to contribute more to you, the team's success. But in all in all, it was a massive moment for me. I want to stick with Sundowns here for a moment. What do you make of their dominance in recent years? I mean, six straight titles is no easy task. No, um, I think um, the footballing, you know, and what they've been doing the past few years, you know, speaks for itself. I think what they do best, you know, everything, you know, within the club, how they run the club, how they want things to be done, the discipline and the hard work that they demand from the players as well as the staff, you know, everyone, even if it's staff, players, whoever that's involved in the club, you know, the past achievement, the demands, um, excellent work from everyone. I think that's what makes them successful, you know, they always try and do things the right way, you know, they're always um, looking to do things, nothing less than 100%. And I think it's been helping, you know, they have 
we all know they have a quality squad, they have quality players, but even though with that, you know, you still have to put in the work. Grant, currently your team, Supersport United, are sitting in third spot with Orlando Pirates and Kaiser Chiefs currently occupying the second and fourth spot respectively. And of course, Sundowns are already champions. This now means the race for second spot is, is the next best thing. So my question to you from that is, how can Sundowns be stopped? Um, to be honest, it won't be easy, you know. Um, I think, you know, for clubs as like us, Chiefs and Orlando Pirates, you know, we're going to have to up our games, you know, massively, you know, uh, because I think they already won, like, some of the Sundowns this season already won the league by six or seven games, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So it shows, you know, how far we're behind. So for us, we're going to have, you know, clubs like us, we're going to have to step it up heavily, you know, and to make sure that um, week in, week out, that we pick up maximum points, you know, because we look at Sundowns, I think they're, the winning streak they had was like 13 or 14 games where they just went on like a massive winning run, if I'm not mistaken, no, with unbeaten games. So I think like that's the small things, you know, the consistency that they've been showing for the past couple of years. And I think that's a major factor for us, you know, as well as the other two clubs, you know, just to show more consistency in the league, you know, to make sure that, that we do well, you know, when we play this, uh, uh, should I put it maybe smaller teams you know because I think if we look maybe there's like four four big clubs in the league you know four or five big clubs and then you have the other teams that's mostly competing for top eight or whatever the case may be so if you can win majority of that teams you know you'll always stand a good chance, you know, of competing at the top. And given the current state of the DSTV Premiership, the current state of the PSL, where do you rank the PSL amongst all of the leagues on the African continent? Uh, I would really, I would put the top, you know, I feel that the Egyptian League and the Moroccan League is probably the number one or two. Because if you looked at the past few years, you know, at the CAF teams that doing well, it's always our Achle, you know, it's the Zamaleks, it's without Casablanca, um, Raja Casablanca. So I would put that two t- countries, Egypt probably number one and Morocco probably number two and then I'll put the PSL third, you know, because Sundowns has been also, you know, showing lots of good work in the CAF competitions the last couple of years as well as Orlando Paris, I think they lost last season on penalties in the Confederations Cup. So that was also um, something good for the country as well as Kaiser Chiefs. I think they lost two years back mm. against Achli in the final in the Champions League. So it shows that you know, the level of the peers that I know is getting better and better. Grant, a very serious question which has been thrown around the local game and not many people have the right answer. So I wanted to see if maybe you could see what do you think the PSL and SAFA need to do to improve the fan turnout at games? We're seeing these massive, massive clubs with rich history playing incredibly, incredibly good football, but the stadiums are pretty much empty. What's going wrong there? To be honest, um, that's quite a, quite a tricky one, you know. Um, I think with supporters, you know, as well as myself, you know, um, I'm a supporter of football. I think what supporters wants to see, you know, it's wants to see their clubs playing good football, but mainly they want to see their club winning. So I think I can't really say what staff has to do, but what I think what clubs has to do, you know, is to 
maybe get more initiatives, you know, on game days, you know. Um, I see Mamalodi Sundowns are having it now where they have, you know, artists coming before the game where they have um, things like if you wear yellow, um, you can get in the stadium for free, I think. And that's what um, supporters want to see, you know, um, clubs um, bonding with them, you know, trying to, how can I put it, um, to lower the you know, to come and watch games. So I think, you know, if clubs, you know, they can have more initiatives, you know, how they can bring supporters to the stadium. But like I said, it does mainly down to the team, you know, to make sure that they winning games and playing good football. All right, Grant. You're at the stage of your career now where playing football and getting minutes is surely the number one priority. What do you expect the future is holding for you? Is it staying with Supersport where you'll be a regular starter and obviously get minutes competing for silverware and even continental football? Or is it moving back to sundowns where the squad rotation might force you to miss a few games, but the financial benefits are definitely there? What, what do you see is happening for you moving forward? Now, obviously, as a footballer, you know, you want to play as much as you can, you know. But in the situation, you know, um, I think for me, you know, depending on the club, you know, on Amalogi Sundowns, on the coaches, you know, the technical team, you know, what, I, what I've seen from my progress this season, you know, and what they expect, you know, from me as a player. So obviously with me being on loan, you know, I have to go back to them and yeah, you know, if they willing, you know, to have me back or if they feel like I need to go on loan again. So that's the main issue, you know. So as a player, you know, you want to play for the best team, you know, you want to win Solvaway, you want to compete with the best. So yeah. And what do you think makes soccer different from other sports? I think what it does, well, you know, it brings people from different places together, you know. Um, people with different cultures, people that does things different, you know. It brings any color together, you know. And there's so many people, you know, over the world that's passionate about the game, you know. There's so, emo- so much emotion inside of the game, you know. Especially if you watch the World Cup last year, you know, how passionate passionate supporters were and how um, the emotions were showing. So I think what one positive thing, you know, it's about football. It brings everyone together. It brings people closer. And lastly, what piece of advice do you have to give to any youngster out there who wants to become the next Grant Macherman? I would say, you know, first of all, you know, you're going to have to sacrifice a lot, you know, because in order for you to achieve anything in life, you're going to have to sacrifice you know, have to stay dedicated. When things are not going your way, you have to stay focused, you know, make sure that you always look for the positives, you know. Well, God, and also make sure that you always know what you want to do because it's no use you're going to work hard and do things. But if you know what you want to do, what you want to achieve, I think success will go your way. Very, very wise words, Grant. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us today. I hope you had a great time. I sure as well did. Thank you very much. Thank you. And once again, thank you for having me. Big questions, even bigger guests. This is The Big Interview.